Welcome to Days After Dark. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. We have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Thank you all for 
joining us tonight. I hope you have your wine, rosé, brandy, or cognac. Whatever your preference is, let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Sinet, Rose Solo, and Marlon. I'm so grateful that you're all here with me tonight, with the exception of Marlon, who is running a little late. He's a little tied up. Not by me. Don't worry, folks. Not by me. going to do a quick check-in with everyone to see how everyone is doing. Sinet, how are you? How are you? Thank you so much for being here. I am. I'm well, thank you. How are you doing? Um... How are you doing? It's Monday night. <laughs> yes. Listen, um, I'm paying the penalty of overindulging. Let's just say that. So, ate too much, cooked very early today, and then I was busy doing a lot of stuff. But I over ate, and I'm feeling it now. So, I am, instead of drinking wine, I'm actually drinking ginger tea. <laughs> oh, gosh. Green is this to eat? Like, I don't understand how you get any food in your house with five men, five big men in there. Is it five? five? With a whole bunch of big men in your house. Yeah, yeah. How do you manage to even get enough food? So, I wonder. I don't, I don't really eat that much, but <laughs> today I overindulged. I made escovished fish today with um, yellow rice and vegetables. And I, I went in, I went in and, uh, so that don't do it. And my advice to anyone, no matter how tempted you are, never let your eyes be bigger than your stomach. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. I hear you. Yeah. So, like, how much fish did you eat since you had, you made escovish? I mean, you ate two, three, I, four. No, I had, I, I can't even eat a whole one. I had half of one. But I also had with that eggs sausage you know what is wicked hawaiian rolls those sweet hawaiian rolls yes that's where yeah. i overdid it and i'm okay please y'all don't don't cry shame on me i had about six of them <laughs> the pack has 12 that's a whole pack <laughs> no no we bought the big pack at um Whatchamacallit at the whole thing. BJ's, BJ's mm -hmm. right. Yep. So you get like yep. 24 in the bag. <laughs> so I sat down at, at about six. They're irresistible. Listen, they're the devil. They're the devil. <laughs> yes, I'll tell that they are the devil. And you just it's, and you, you you're talking and you're eating and you're just reaching for another one and you're reaching and you're like, why do I feel like this? <laughs> You know Next thing you know, you ate a quarter no. of the bag all by yourself. All by yourself. Exactly. I had to make a point to stay away from them things. Not <laughs> even one of them. Listen, I'm just glad Marlon isn't here right now because he went in on me earlier. He went in on me. He was cracking up, laughing at me. Serve your right. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know what? I'll be okay. But Sunette, how's the family? How's my girl Sydney? She good? She's here. Um, we had dinner. She first thing she said to me, "Mommy, when they come home, we drive up picking up picking up from camp." She says, "Let's have dinner. Then I can watch TV." Um, and and like, okay, that sounds like a good plan because you know I have to do this thing tonight at seven. She knows what I do, right? Right. And um, 
and she ate. And I just came and I ran in the bathroom and washed my hair because I'm just twisted while I'm here with you all. And um, we went to a pool yesterday, so my hair was just like a puff, and I, I didn't even care what it would look like when I went to work today. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, um, my days are numbered. <laughs> anyway, so um, now she's here making herself a sandwich. She's having Nutella. I'm like, how? Where are you putting all this food? So she is. I think she's overhearing what you're saying. Really, she can't. But she, um, she's the one with the Hawaiian rolls in the house. I will tell you. She sees them in the supermarket when she goes with us. She's like, "Can I please?" Yes. And we never buy the one bigger than the twelve. But and it lasts about a week. Oh. I, we'll try to like. We'll keep it. We'll keep her like. Um, you can only have one today. Oh, re- oh. Yeah, and then oh. I'll have one or two, and Dave will have some too, and then it it will last. I oh, need your know. level of discipline. I do. Yeah, it's that my hips are going too wide. I mean, it looks cute in a dress, but boy. Listen, okay. I, I, I am over um, summer body. I'm getting ready for winter, okay? So, <laughs> I don't care. So, I'm sorry. And I, when, when Marlon was going in on me early, I'm like, listen, one thing they're not going to do an autopsy and say she died of hunger. Let it be something else, but I will not die hungry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I have to do, I have to get a couch to um, 5K. I have to start my routine. I, I look up, I mean, you know, we got to start learning how to run. <laughs> if we not, I, I don't want to shoot, so I have to learn how to run. Oh my I'm gosh, saying. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the that We won't even go down that avenue. Yeah, but thank you for being here. Rose Solo. Good evening, good evening. How are you? <laughs> well, you already know. <laughs> greedy, yes, greedy, greedy, greedy baby. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I won't. I'm not gonna say anything about you overeating. I have nothing to say about it at all. <laughs> not that you had breakfast and lunch and dinner at once, but yes. that's okay. Stand. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. As you know, my Monday <laughs> was very challenging, mm-hmm. but. uh you know, I'm I'm trying to to make the big girl decision that Sunet made. So mm. I um yeah. So so you two been have been exchanging notes. I've just been taking notes from Sunet. I don't. She. I don't even think she realizes I'm taking notes from her. But um, I am. <laughs> I am. I want to be just like her when I grow up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know the so, feeling. No. Yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, one day at a time. I have to go in the office tomorrow. So yeah. Yeah. I happy. thought we were able to bypass tomorrow, but it seems as though you're stuck on the road. Never mind. Oh yeah. Never yeah. Mind. I, I know. I'm not. You know, it, it it won't be for long. It won't be for long. Yeah. I think I'm gonna put on those big girl drawers probably tomorrow. Probably tomorrow, and and do what I need to do. So um, yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to the show. Okay, me too. Thank you so much. Um, Akil, how are you? Javet, Tasha, Otaoda. Otaoda, you're the only man right now. So um, until the other men get here. So it's going to be, you know, me and you chopping it up because it's about the men tonight, right? Um, Don't worry, I already sent out the bat signal. <laughs> cognac and cigars. Because <laughs> this is part two. It's so important that we hear what the men have to say give us their perspective, right? Um, If you missed last week's episode, don't worry. No worries. And last week, we spoke about what women and men want or need in a relationship, right? Um, If you are 
not on Clubhouse. So meaning if you are listening in Radioland on janoradio.com or qmzradio.com, the replay is available on janoradio.com. For the Clubhouse crew, past episodes are right here on Days After Dark. So we're going to continue the conversation tonight under the theme Cognac and Cigars Part 2. So, of course, we need the men to step forward, and Altada is stepping up. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. Um, and coming up later on, we also have In a Days with Rosola and Marlon. We have not been able to do it consistently each week. Not intentional, let me say that. By no means, it's intentional. But... The topics we end up getting into deep conversation right but um if you're in a relationship looking to get into a relationship or trying to get out of a relationship you're in the right place we're gonna be right back after the music break to get the conversation started here is Tyrese what am I gonna do and now I'm ever so glad QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club, follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sonette, Rosolo, and Marlin, who will be here a little bit from now. And of course, the Clubhouse crew is with us. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space in a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. We'll just take it one day at a time. 
just want you in my arms. I was excited because I was falling, falling in love when with you. When I see you, I want to touch you and feel you and hold you, pain, baby, baby. I was excited. Oh, it feels so good to be in love. Now that I fall, get loved in return. You just heard Tyrese, what am I gonna do? Now, I'm a stickler for certain things. And I'm looking on my phone. And I'm like, hold on, what did I write for the, t- for the title of the room? I'm like, hell no, I did not put that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, folks. I have a pet peeve when it comes to grammar, especially when it's written talking i really don't care that much but when it's written and do you know that it is like scratching your nails on a chalkboard for me i'm looking i'm like what man want in a relationship i did not see it until you said it Ah. i saw the cognac and cigars part and i didn't read the rest of it (laughs) i'm like did i write that (laughs) you know what's bad when you see it but you know what the other person meant by it and you just let it go. <laughs> Listen, Altada, I, I have a confession to make. I have a serious issue. I really do. I will be talking to someone and reading something and I'm like, hold on, that's not right. And I will stop and it gets, they get annoyed with me because I'm, they're like, can you just, I understand what they're saying. Just read the thing. Yeah, so I have that issue. I'm working on it. I'm really trying. Yeah, one day I'll get there, though. All right, so tonight we're talking about what men want or need in a relationship. Last week we spoke about what women want in a relationship, and we went through a list of things men shared. They never knew about women until they got into a relationship with one. The number one thing was... um. We just want to be heard. We don't need your answers, right? (laughs) Last week, I also said I think men are simple creatures, very predictable and easy to read, but we also highlighted that there's more to them. So a little recap. According to Google, men want to be treated in a way that does not diminish their egos or make them feel inadequate. They love to be praised and acknowledged for the things they do right. Above all, they like to be reminded that they are great guys who are well-loved and appreciated. Simply put, men care about the same things as women. Uh, We made reference to the website hackspirit.com. And we're going to pick up where we left off from. Ladies, here are 22 things you can do to evolve your relationship with your man. And we have Alta Otta here who is going to say yay or nay, agree or disagree, expound on, you know, what's right, what's not, right? Um, last week, the four we spoke about were um, praise him, give him some space, allow him to be vulnerable, and make him feel like a hero. 
So we remember that last week, those four, we covered those, right? Um, if we say we are interested in the person we're with, we have to definitely make that conscious effort, you know, to see to it that he's okay. All right. And I'm scrolling, scrolling to pick back up where we left off. Number four. So now we move on to number five. Be physically affectionate. Outsider. Oh, Be physically affectionate. The need to experience non-sexual touch. Caressing him every now and then is what they want. They say satisfied by caressing him every now and then. Why do most of us women feel that if we touch you or you touch us, it ends up leading to sex? Is there the desire for a non-sexual touch? I would say yes, there is a, a desire for non-sexual touch. Um, not everything has to lead to that. I mean, you could be, be busy doing some other things where you just walk by and wonder get you a handful here or there or give a, a kiss or whatever it is but it doesn't lead to that it's just to show hey i'm here i'm in the moment even though i'm busy you're still on my mind things like that okay so ladies all touch is not about sex thank you Aldada. uh reassure him you're in this for the long run the need to have a sense of security. Satisfy it by building his trust in you. Both men and women want certainty in a relationship. If a man feels like his partner is truly invested in the relationship for the long haul, he will be more ready to commit to her. Aside from reassuring your man that you won't leave him, there are other areas to consider as well. Men will feel more secure if he knows you approve of him and his career. He would also be more confident about the relationship if he knows you trust him enough not to snoop through his messages or call him every hour when he's out with his friends. <sighs> Men? Um, <laughs> That won't tell you this. You're in the Matrix. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> You're in the Matrix. Yeah. Is this better? Yes, go right ahead. I can't tell you enough that uh, on this platform, I hear this a lot where women will say um, a man is insecure within himself if he tells you. Um, certain things like let's say what you're doing if you don't if you call or he, he asks you questions about something is to me it's not that he's being insecure sometimes the man needs to be reassured of the situation of uh, what's going on and it's not all the time where it's um he's losing faith sometimes he could be he needs improvement and he's looking to his partner fighting. You're breaking up again, losing you. Oh my gosh, I'm losing you. I'm losing you. Um, so let me see if I heard you correctly. And if anyone else can.
please back me up if we if I heard Otada correctly. Reassurance. Is that what he's saying? By calling or you know checking up on you? Marlon, welcome, Chief, welcome. Thank you, men, for being here. So let me go over this one. Um, number six. Uh reassure him you're in this for the long run. That's what you men want from us women. So I need you guys to um, let me know if this is true or not. The need to have a sense of security and satisfied by building his trust in you. And the supporting text is both men and women want certainty in a relationship. If a man feels like his partner is truly invested in the relationship for the long haul, he will be more ready to commit to her. Aside from reassuring your man that you won't leave him, there are other areas to consider as well. Men will feel more secure if they know you approve of them and their career. They will also be more confident about the relationship if they know we trust them enough not to snoop through their messages or call them every hour when they are out with their friends. Not sure if Otoda is of the Matrix, Marlin or Chief. Not sure if either of you want to jump on that one. Yay or nay? Go ahead, uh, Otoda. Yes, perfect. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, the reassurance is good. A lot of times, um, if your isn't back in nature. Altada, why did you move from where you were? You moved. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to... I'm sorry, I'm driving. Oh, okay. I understand. I understand. Yeah, but um, I'm not a snooper through a man's phone. If that's what... No. No, 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 no. I, I don't have time for that. I'm not going to be calling you every hour. I'm not doing that either. If you're going out and you say you're having fun, what I appreciate is a check-in. So Marlon is going out with his friends. He will call me when he gets to his destination. Hey, just letting you know I'm here. All right, cool. Have fun. See you later. Be safe. If you can be good, be careful. That That's me all day. And then I will get a call when he's leaving. I'm on my way home. But this thing of calling to, and then listening to the background to see if that's where he really is or checking the GPS, I, I don't have time for that. I'm sorry. That, that takes too much energy. That really takes too much energy. I don't have time for that. I totally agree moments. You know, I like the two calls, the beginning and the end. I'm good with that. Have fun. Bye bye. I'm good with a text. Yo, just be safe. Yeah, all right. There you know, if I got to where I said I was going, yo, enjoy yourself. Be safe. I'm heading home so I can, you know, have an idea of, of what time is too late. He's not home and he said he was on his way home already. Right. I'm not calling you, sir, because when I go, I don't want you calling my phone. Yes. That's it. Yeah. But, you know, laughed because I had a funny experience. I went to a restaurant with my son. My son's name is Michael. And he was much younger and we were in the restaurant and he started like running around. And I said to him, I was like, Michael, 
And the guy across the table was on the video call with somebody. Of course, I wasn't, you know, listening. But I just heard when the girl on the phone cussed a big bad word. She said, which girl that I call you, eh? Which girl that? Because apparently his name was also Michael. So when I shout out Michael, she started cussing him on the phone and he had to get up and had the camera like, see, no, he's a little boy, his mother calling him. And I was like, this is embarrassing. This is ridiculous for adults. Absolutely embarrassing. So, (sighs) Felicia, thank you for that. I'm glad you brought that up because I'd like to ask the men this question. Why stay in a relationship? You know, that signs of an insecure woman. Oh, yeah. When we do that, that signs of an insecure woman when we do something like that. And I have to because say, he, yeah, yes, Rose. He's not the only Michael right. in the world, exactly. you know? I exactly. thought it was hilarious. I was like, what? What kind of, whoa, imagine me out here policing a grown man. Couldn't be me. So, Mm-mm. Kalisha, I'm glad you brought that scenario up because I would like to ask the men, how do they stay in, not the men in here in particular, but why do men stay in those kind of relationships where women are calling them, every hour on the hour they have to show the room that they're in proof and really and truly that means nothing because the other woman can duck he can he can say oh that's so that person's with so and so i'm not there with them so they can say anything but why do men stay in those kind of relationships um Otto or chief or marlon who wants to take that one Go ahead, Otada. Go ahead. If you got a clean spot, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Mr. Evian, Marlon. But, um, well, I can say most men that stay in that kind of relationship um, is that something that they are receiving from that person that they've never received before. And they've grown attached to that and they don't believe that they can find it anywhere else. So the bypass all the it's one of those things um, where it could be the good outweighing the bad, mm. and they just don't know any better about the toxicity that individual. And with that toxicity, it's just that they're comfortable with that particular portion of the relationship and not the actual relationship, so to speak. Oh, wow. Um, wow. So, wow. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on that because if you, if it makes you miserable and if you're constantly having to prove yourself to someone, and as Rosolo said, that's an insecure woman. You're willing to resort to that, not challenging yourself to seek peace because i believe a woman should be a man's peace i honestly feel that way life is already tearing him to shreds why are we doing it to him and ladies i will say this you can't really stop a man from doing what he's gonna do anyway no matter how you try Hi Sula, welcome. We played your I played your song earlier. So the song the song I played earlier, um, in case um you didn't know by Brett Young was a special request from Sula for last week. So I'm sorry you missed it, Sula, but welcome. 
Go ahead, Marlon. You were going to say no, something. No, it was Chief. Go, go ahead, oh, Chief. Chief. Go right ahead. Chief, are you there? Oh. Okay, I'm here. Good evening, everyone. I, I think I got a bad connection. Can you hear me? Yes, you're a little crackly. Sounds as though the aliens are hovering over the skies tonight. <laughs> Solar flares or something. Yeah. All right, let I'll speak up when I got a better connection. Okay, not a problem. All right, so in the meantime, we'll keep it moving. Marlon, did you want to add anything? Because it's the men who are speaking up tonight. Yeah, I saw it go now. Yes, I saw um, it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I to say is correct, but you be don't be surprised. There's a lot of insecure man, insecurity man out there where, um, they they put up with that kind of stuff because they they themselves are insecure. Mm. Um, so until someone comes along and can fulfill certain desire for them or make them feel happy, mm -hmm. they're going to leave that, that woman alone because no one wants to stay in a situation where they're not happy. I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a relationship and you're not happy or you're talking to someone and you don't feel happy, you, you don't want to go home. It's like going home is like, just to take a nap and leave or just to in and out of the house, that's not a healthy relationship. So my thing is for most guys who is in that kind of relationship, they're just waiting for that time, they're out. Um, some of it could be kids. I think some of it is like kids too where they don't want to leave because of child support, mm -hmm. but um, they decide to stay there for that reason. And other reasons until somebody can f come fulfill that reason what what the girlfriend or the wife is giving him mm -hmm. then he's going to leave okay. so is it right for him to stay there and take the bull crap and um until somebody comes along for some people they're going to say yes some people are going to say no i wouldn't stay unless you know unless i'm trying to get something from you and i have to wait until Mm -hmm. You know, things come through, then I would, then I'm leave. But if I don't have nothing to get gained from that relationship, and it's just misery, nah, I don't need, I, I don't need no misery. Right. You know, I think for some women, I think for some, for some men, I'm sorry, I think for some men, it's um, it's a source of childhood trauma, right? Like. Like the woman, like somebody just to talk about the the boy Michael, right? Okay, so so imagine the woman that's complaining to her man who's in the restaurant, and that woman happens to have a son with her when she's cussing out her her companion. What is the example? What's the lesson that that child that's with her going to learn? So a lot of men get conditioned by being in these relationships that are emotionally abusive and they feel like I have to be, I'm obligated, right? I'm obligated to stay and stick through this because that's what, that's what I saw happen. That's how I saw dysfunctional relationships manifest. So it was like a normal, somebody's mentioned earlier about conditioning. It, that That's exactly right. There's a certain conditioning for a lot of people who go through that and feel like they need to stick through it, you know? 
sort of a it's it's a it's a dysfunctional empathy. Wow. For some men. Mm. Do you think women use it to their advantage? They know this probably can't um, classify what it is, but they know this. They're familiar with it, and they use it to their advantage. Do you think so? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. You know, and and it can be conscious or subconscious, hmm. but it, it is used. It's used. It's because for some, it's internally, it's a sense of vengeful gratification, right? That that sort of resolves some inner turmoil, that unspoken turmoil. So it tends to manifest itself in some very, um, some very abusive ways, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talk about it all the time, like trauma. Most of us didn't even start using the tra word trauma <laughs> until, until maybe a couple of years ago. But <clears throat> it was just, uh, you know, just being able to identify that, you know, that where that comes from, the source of where that comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, so those men who stay, those men who stay, if you did a poll and asked them or if they had a group of brothers that they were around and, they they knew they wasn't gonna just drag them down for staying, but excuse me, but actually talk to them about it, right? To see what's going on internally. Like, why do you put up with that? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, no judgment. I just need to know where you're coming from. What's what is it with that? And you'll hear something. You may hear something like, "Well, you know, I saw my mom go through that. You know, and I know what it's like for women to feel that way. You know what I'm saying? And so they'll stay." Right. Not even realizing that they're, not even realizing that they're being victimized again. Right. Oh. They were victimized as a child and the mother wasn't even aware that she was abusing or victimizing the child. She was just aware of her own experience. Right. And I've seen it vice versa for some men who people exploit people. Right. <laughs> it's the simplest way to put it. And, yeah. it, and, it, be, and it's conscious and, uh, and subconscious. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for that. I, I appreciate the insight. Um, as the three of you were speaking, I thought about another conversation, which is going to have to be a whole nother cognac and cigars night for men. But um, sometimes you hear, and I don't want to go down this road, but I just want to bring it to light and know that, yes, we are going to have a conversation about it. Probably um, not next week, the week after. But you hear a lot of women within our community expressing disgust that men go outside the community. And when men are asked why, the men respond by saying, we can't deal with the drama so that's a something i want us to talk about and i'm glad we're having this conversation because it has drummed up that topic right so in two weeks we're definitely going to have that one very interesting conversation all right and it is time for us to take another quick break and we're going to be right back here is 3t with anything if you love the things you want Ooh, I, 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 I would do anything for you I would do anything 
Just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanat, Rosolo, and Marlon. 
Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences and learn from each other. We just heard 3T with anything and now Casey and Jojo all my life. Tonight, we're talking about what men want or need in a relationship. Ladies, we have a list of 22 suggested things that we can do to evolve our relationship with our men. And we're going through them one by one. Not sure if we're going to get through all of them tonight, but um, we're going to pick up where we left off from, reassuring him you're in this for the long run. The next one is tell him it's okay if he makes a mistake and tonight we're hearing primarily from the men because it's important that we hear what they have to say and um this is part two of cognac and cigars we did part one a couple months ago and it was greatly appreciated by both men and women but more so for the men because you know they feel that we don't understand them or we are not taking the time to try to understand them and their needs so this is truly important that you know for me and for us i believe that we do this all right so tell him it's okay if he makes a mistake the need to feel accepted and supported satisfy it by giving him unconditional love and understanding according to hacksbert.com inside every man is a little boy who forgets he should not leave the toilet seat up or say the wrong thing to your friends. He also probably has a curious mind and a short attention span. But remember, you are his partner, not his mother. It's not really your job to nag at him if he does something wrong. If he slips up and makes a mistake, talk to him about it calmly and reassure him that it is okay. What does this do? It shows him that you support and accept him unconditionally, even if he slips up every now and then. Once he knows that you understand him, he will be motivated to become a better man for you. Gentlemen, who wants to take that one first? Oh, welcome, O'Neill. Who wants to go first on that one? Tell him it's okay if he makes a mistake. O'Neill or Chief Otada or Marlon. What are what do you have to add to that? Or that's self-explanatory. It, it, it is kind of self-explanatory. I I agree with that. Um that we we already know that we've made the mistake. We've already understood that we probably shouldn't have done whatever we did or however it happened, but we just need to pound in stuff. Right. So you don't need to be reminded. You don't need to be pounded upon. Um, okay. Self-explanatory. Right. All right. Be a little playful. The need to have some fun and satisfy it by not taking yourself too seriously. A lot of women are 
experts at organization and multitasking, which can be draining for men, and I'm laughing because I'm guilty as charged. It's really easy to get wound up thinking about your to-do list. So why not be a little spontaneous and let loose together? Men like to see it when you let go of control and enjoy the moment with him. Don't be afraid to show him your sense of humor because this shows him you're comfortable and relaxed with him. After all, life is too short to be so serious about everything. Your partner will appreciate sharing inside jokes and having adventures with you. Yeah, I think this is true. I agree with that as well. I, that's like right on the money right there. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very true. It's very significant, right? Because who wants to swim in a stagnant pond? Nobody, <laughs> right? I'm serious. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, the idea, it's, the idea, it's the idea of fluidity, right? It's the idea of, it's the, it's the freedom to be a human, right? That the beauty of being a human. And, 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 and also I think it's, I think it, it really enhances the equity in the relationship. Like to know that, I don't know. I guess people set standards, right? We we create these standards that really go against our humanity. Like you laugh too loud, or you a certain thing. You know, we it's certain conditions, and 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 there are reasons why some people are not so spontaneous, or not so this, or not so that. So I think as men, if we're if we're invested in a relationship, it w- we should do our due diligence to help crack the code, right? To figure out what it is that that keeps that woman on reserve because you might, you might actually awaken the most beautiful thing that you've ever, Mm. (laughs) that you've ever experienced. Right. It's just nobody else has been able to unlock it because somebody else locked it. Mm, Interesting. I I need examples, chief. (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Pull it out, Javette, pull it out. Go right ahead, chief. You could just give me one, Chief. You could just give me one. Okay, okay. All right. For example, you know how we, even in this discussion, we've talked about um, expectations, right? Like what would be, what would be advantageous to a relationship? You know, I've heard moments talk about how it it would be, how just how um, how valuable it would be if women would be more intimate, more sexual, more this, more that. Well, oftentimes there's not equality with that, right? Like sexual equality. And I'll give you, since Javed asked for an example, I just give an explicit example. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like if a woman shows her sexual prowess, and she wants to share that with somebody she truly values and care about. If she's too good, it's a problem. If she's not good enough, it's a problem. Hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so, because it's like, it's like for insecure men, it's like, how you know so much? How, why you, how you get so skilled? You know, all of these questions as opposed to acceptance, right? Like, I'm just as, I'm just as sexual as, as you are. So let's enjoy what we have learned together, 
let's 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 share things let's teach each other things let's experience things together but it's not always like that right so that having being able to tap into that and letting a letting a man or woman know hey you're free you're free to experience and if something makes me uncomfortable i'm obligated to tell you that if something makes me really comfortable Mm -hmm. i should be able to tell you that without being afraid that you're going to look at me crazy or you're going to judge me you know what i'm saying things like that so it's, it's just those kind of things you know it's like the, the the things some people call freaky might be normal to others yeah you know but it's interesting what you just said I'm, and i'm glad you had asked you to give an example but it's very interesting what you just said chief that some men would be concerned why do you know so much i thought that would be a thrill that would be an added turn on for them that wow this girl has skills (laughs) yeah well it's not always it's not always like that i don't i personally don't mind but i know some people who mind right because that insecurity is personal insecurity of how many men you've been with (laughs) you know saying how many men you've been with in your life you know why where'd you learn that from I'm only seeing that in porn, so you know. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Chief. Yeah. Me personally, if you don't have work experience, I don't want you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to come with your resume. That, that's that's just me. I'm sorry. You have to come with some experience, probably some you references, know, I, right? So I thoroughly, I thoroughly understand. I overstand. <laughs> do men want people with zero experience on the job? <laughs> no, I think I, again, it's it's a it's an insecure man, right? Who who just I, he's always looking over his shoulder, like there was who who he, have you been with this person? What about this person? <laughs> you know, chief, you said that I have a friend just like that. Yeah, I know, I, I do too. Just like that, where he don't even want to go and uh, go walking with his wife. <laughs> because he's, he's afraid somebody's going to see him and her and say, uh, oh, I slept with your wife 20 years ago or we were friends 20 years ago. And I think that is so stupid. It is. is it's so really dumb, is. but hey. <laughs> so Bro Ed wrote in the chat, we want a woman we can confide in, trust with our vulnerability, express our emotions with also a woman who is a freak between the sheets, but a queen in the streets. She understands her value, walks in her truth, and is secure in her feminine energy. Yes. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, O'Neill. Yeah, I think I think all well. So I listened to Chief, and I I agree with the insecurity of a man, but I also believe that. Sometimes you get involved with somebody and um, they paint a picture of themselves that when you, it doesn't match up. Mm. So the action doesn't match up with the words, you know. Um, you know, two years in, <laughs> all of a sudden everything just shift up and change up. And you're seeing, you're, you're seeing a, um, a level of experience that is coming from the person. It wasn't there two years before, and it wasn't there when you met. 
And then I think for some people, it creates question signs, like, who is this person? I don't know this person. Um, and it sometimes have, have a lot to do with either people downplaying or um, just not being very truthful about who they are from day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, yeah. But, Anil, remember, too, a lot of um, women, even men, they they trying to figure you out as well because a lot of us not going to open up right off the bat to someone you just met. You know, it's going to take a while for them to know certain side about you. So it takes time, but it take that it take that one person to really get to open you up. It's not every woman, every man going to open up to you know um, someone else. It take that one person because. No one want to be judged. None of us like to be judged. Nobody want to call you names and and be disrespectful or whatever and say, "Oh, how you, as as you said earlier, it been two years and he just doing this to me, huh?" <laughs> and uh, she she always want to do it to you, but she just waiting for that time, you know, because the possibility she was just it was it wasn't that time to do it. So now is the time she realized she's comfortable with you, so it's time for her to unleash something else and uh, but it happens in to, to the best of us to the, all all of us so it just takes time sometimes some people let it out right away and some of us if i could speak for myself nothing and it, it didn't come out right away you could i mean from you could have michelle it didn't come out right away I, it, it take time for me to to really for certain things to come out you know, some things, not all, some things. Some things, yep, that's true. Uh, well, Javid, Javid says... So, oh, are you looking in the chat, Anil? Because, yeah, I, thank yeah, you. Go right ahead, Anil. Go right ahead. He says, the person is some study. That's true. That's true, too. <laughs> exactly. Um, Watched a couple but, films, read but, a couple books. I, I'll say this, right? Sometimes somebody bring some stuff to... To the bedroom mm-hmm. that um hmm. how do I say this? Yeah. So that they bring some techniques to the bedroom that could have been could have been learned in certain ways, right? And then um I I'm one of those persons who loves to give. Um your word is your bond. Like whatever you tell me I'm gonna believe it the first time. Right. So you're innocent until proven guilty, mm-hmm. right? Um and then, you know, a confession may come six months later. But what you thought you knew when when the person bring whatever they bring to the bedroom, it reveals itself in time. Mm-hmm. And you, you realize you weren't wrong, you know, about the thoughts. So I think the insecure man is going to become very vocal and it's going to bother him. So he's going to speak about it and make an issue about it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think a confident man is just going to sit and wait because anything in darkness comes to light. Right. So, question. Thank you, O'Neill. Thank you, gentlemen. And for those who are wondering, Javette's comment that led O'Neill to saying that was, could the person not learn in two years? No, could not the person in two years have done some studying of on how to make a person or, you know, out their partner happen? Um. Bro Ed said, authenticity is so sexy in a woman. 
um, Javette asked a question to the men. Do men really go up to each other and say, bro, I had that? Javette, I have seen it. I have yes, seen it where they've yes, gone they up to the man and say, listen, they will say, yo, me, me hit that already, you know. All right, brethren, I've been through that already, you know. Been there. Happens that, to me, that, Mr. Javette, so been that, there. That is sometimes a lie to also make sure, all right, for example, you're, you're, you're in a bridging pairing and you're in a club and you see a girl and you like the girl and he's like, whoa, I had her before. And that is because he doesn't want you to get her. He wants to turn you off. And then two weeks later, you see him with the girl because he never had her. So a lot of the times men lie because they really want the prize, but they want to distract you. Mm. Or you're, you're, in, you're, you're with the person and they're jealous of you having that person and they, they say something with a hope that you'll be stupid enough to let the person go. Wow. Yes, 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 that's it, O'Neill. That is it. Wow, y'all are petty. I thought women were petty. That's it. No, no, it's not petty. It, see, men by nature are competitive, right? We're, we're creatures of, we. this is our nature, right? Yeah. To do, to, to, to be, to be that way, right? But it's it's like, it's like the ruler of the pride, right? Who, whether you you look at the gorilla kingdom, the, the lion king, it's about who's who can run the pride. Well, if you ruined <laughs> the pride, you don't want to see nobody else take it over. I mean, Neil really nailed it to nailed it on the head. That's a whole nother level of insecurity. Wow. Yeah. Because it's like Neil came along and it's like, oh, so you're going to be the one to transform her and bring out the best in her. Well, I've been with her before, so I can tell you right now she's X, Y, and Z, right? Uh, now, that, in, that, that insecure man will fall for it, Yeah. right? But that man who knows himself and that's secure and comfortable will see it as an ultimate challenge, and he will make, he will say, what you call impossible, I will call I'm possible. Oh, I mean, she, your lost my game. Thank you for hey. giving her up. Richard, that's so that's so seven eleven becomes relevant. Right? Okay, I got you. I don't care. I don't care who was there before. That's not my problem. Thank you, bro. I'm glad you let her go. Now she's mine and I'm enjoying the best of her. That, that should be the response. Don't get all wound up and then go home and argue with her. So how many men have you slept with? Listen. You're right. A real secure man has no time worrying about the past. You focus on the present to get to the future. That's how I look at it. So another thing we ladies need. To, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Okay. Actually, I was going to say a real secure man is thinking, so you didn't have enough to keep her. Ah, there you go, MC. Right there. Right there. That part. So true. So another thing we ladies can do is treat him to romantic gestures, the need to feel love through actions and satisfied by wooing him. Many people don't realize that men want romance as much as women do. Men tend to show their love through actions more than words. So wooing your man through sweet gestures will remind him that you love him. While they won't accept flowers or chocolates from you, 
Your partner probably won't mind if you occasionally send him a cute text or kiss him on the cheek for no particular reason. Making little impromptu gestures will show that you are a passionate and generous person in your relationship. So don't be afraid to woo your men, ladies. What do you guys like receiving besides the cute text or the kiss? What are some of those little impromptu things you enjoy receiving? Squeeze my butt. Ah, you <laughs> slap that. I was about to say. Ooh, wait, who said that? I wasn't looking at the screen. Was that Marlon? You should know that voice, Javette. <laughs> and yet, and here's the funny thing, Javette. If I walk by and I mess with him, he gives me that look. Me well, a lot of men don't like women messing with their butts, and I am notorious for it. And you know what I do? I slap him real hard. I'm like, "Yep, that's what you do to me." And they, he does, he does, <laughs> he does it. Yeah, I like that's what you do to me. Just a little taste, and I like to do it. Like if I catch him in the bathroom when he's right out the shower and he's not dry, bite. <laughs> you know that stings. Let me behave myself. Oh, with you, oh, with you. <laughs> Mar Marlon, know he liked that. He knew he liked that. <laughs> <laughs> and Miss Javel, I can't let my secret out. Oh gosh. I think I think it's a small things for me. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's um. It's it's just care, you know. Um, there is it, it's it's the way someone even asks you if you're okay, you know. Um, and it, and it's it's that feeling of care that 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 they value, you know. Yeah. That is it's important to them that you're okay, you know. I think we spoke last week about um, you know when a man comes home. And the, the the conversation and the, the ability to to cater to him, the ability to allow him to feel okay, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's a big part of it. Personality, it's a huge part of, um, you know, a man because men are we're normally the provider and the protector. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a selfish way of not giving back any of that, and providing not mean providing for us, you know, but providing for us emotionally, connecting with us emotionally um, through small gestures and words. Yeah, I think that's a. I think that goes a far way. Yeah. Um. Go let right me, ahead, let me Nancy. chime in. Yeah, go right ahead. Let me chime in on this. When men go into the world, good, and I'm talking about those those men and women talk about that they want. Okay, a man who understands he has a duty, obligation, and responsibility to take care of his family. I'm talking about the man who, regardless of the racism on the job. He doesn't act out because he knows that if he acts out, he may lose his job, which means that he won't be able to provide for his family. He won't be able to be responsible. He won't be able to be a provider. He won't be able to take ultimate responsibility of taking care of his family. And so when he goes in the world, he's a warrior. He's a, he's a hero. And when he comes home, the woman who lets him take off his cape, lets him take off his mask, lets him hang it up. And he doesn't have to be 
the 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 big strong man, my 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 hero. He gets to just be who they are together. Right. Not a hero, not a warrior, and and he can rest in that. I mean, he can you can hug him and and, and he feels he feels your arms come around his back and there's a rest that happens because there's an ache in his back from the work of the day. So the woman who allows the man to take off his cape and doesn't expect for him to still be that hero when he comes home, that's golden. Right. That's golden. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I, I, I co-sign that message. And I also, there's also, a uh, I guess you could say a duality, or not even a duality, there's a complimented, there's a complimenting uh, viewpoint and that complimenting viewpoint is and I'll just speak from my own relationship and not not to sound you know braggadocious or anything like that but my I, I appreciate the brother bringing up the cake concept and I appreciate how my spouse observes the fact that I have one right like I edifying the fact that I am a hero like she tells me you you are a true hero to me. You that's what you represent, not just in the world, mm-hmm. but even even when you when you come home, I have to show you that I recognize that you are a hero, right? right? That you that you not only all the stuff you do for the community and all the stuff you do for other people's families, even like you extend yourself in in a way that shows your the beauty of your heroism. And and having that and having somebody recognize that and then edify you for being that person, like the brother was saying, the one the man that we that we hear women want. When you got that man, I, identifying and recognizing, you are a true hero. You are somebody to be celebrated. You are some. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a different cake, right? That, that like. Man, your your children honor you. Your wife honor you. Your your community honors you. It's it's that it's that edification, right? That men seek, or not even seek, that we we feel we feel worthy of, right? Because we put in that work. We go and we go and show up every day, as much as possible. And when we can't show up, we know we have a we have we know we too have a hero, a shiro, who will show up and show out. Right. So what I'm hearing, gentlemen, is that um, it's the intangible gestures that mean the most. Right. Taking the time to listen to you, taking the time to allow you to be who you are genuinely in our presence. Is Am I right? I, I, think, it, I think it's all things because people express things differently. Right. Some some women may not may not express things the way somebody else does, right? They may, they may need it. It may need to be something that's non-tangible or it may need to be something tangible, right? Like you outside in the yard and she bring you a cold glass of water and a towel, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever it is, you know, or she, she waits till you actually get in the house and she's run your bath water or, or she's taking a bath, getting ready to reward you some other kind of way after you take your bath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. It's just all these Yes, these different ways, you know, or she might shoot you a message while you at work and say, you know, hey, I appreciate everything you do. And the fact that you do this every single day, like the brother was saying, dealing with racism, that that woman who recognizes that that man is a hero is not going to let that go unrecognized. Right. Right. Because she's aware. She's aware 
of what that means and what that looks like. You know, and we live in a society where everybody's having to do it, unfortunately, but or fortunately, depending on what your choice of life is. But that's those are some of the things we have to we have to contend with and we got to be mindful of. Right. Right. Yeah, thank but you. you know, too, Go ahead, Marley. Appreciation. I just want to say appreciation is big for us. Yeah. And it's not, it's nothing. You don't have to be, you know, big nothing just, just to be appreciated. It, I think that's one of the biggest things a man could, um, can want, you know. So that's the general uh, consensus, uh, consensus, right? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, as well. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, uh, I think it's uh, as everybody has said. It's 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 that is that act of kindness. Let me call it that. Um, and value. Um, you know, I think one of those artists said very well and said, "Let me cater to you." You know, um, and it's it's for a man that is pulling out all the stops. That goes a far way. Yeah, of course. All right. And it is time for us to take another quick break. Oh, I think Altada want to say oh, something. Oh, sorry, Altada. Yes, there. let's take that comment before we go to break. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Altada. We're spot on. I think it's also the woman that allows us to take off the cape and be so vulnerable. That once we get into our safe want to be safe and not to, uh, to deal with or I don't or compared to anything else that we were just dealing with on the house. Um, we're we're losing thanks. you. We're losing you. Altada, are you driving or are you able to put it in a chat because you're you're in the matrix again? Or let's let's take a quick break and when we return let's hope Altada is back in full effect so that he can express his point. All right, so we're going to take another quick break. Here is John B. They don't know. I don't know. Internet is moving slow, so until it chips in. Yeah, we're looping here. I hope you all are hearing me. I do also have the red bar on my screen. So I hope you're able to hear me, folks. Yes, I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Okay, uh, we'll just keep going. Keep yeah, talking. We'll, yeah, we'll just keep talking. Okay, so take an interest in his hobbies. The need to share his passions with you. Satisfied by asking plenty of questions and spending time with him. Just as women enjoy their partners taking an interest in their hobbies, so do men. No, you may not share all the same interests as him, and that's okay. He loves movies you prefer to read. He likes jogging, but you enjoy surfing. It's easy to stop showing interest once you've decided that you don't like something, but that's forgetting an important fact. He still likes it. So even if you don't plan on joining him every time he plays racquetball or goes to the cinema, it won't hurt to tag along sometimes and encourage him to do the same with you. Think about it this way. By showing you what gets him passionate about life or what brings him immense joy to do as a pastime, he's letting you into his own little world. 
not only will you get a better understanding of him, but he'll begin to feel a deep sense of connection. Now he can share a part of himself with you. And if he's the type of guy who prefers to do it alone, that's okay. You can still ask him questions just to show you still have an interest. Yeah. Can't be a one-way street, ladies. We have to show interest in their hobbies, genuine interest. I don't think he's asking us to be at every football or soccer game or, you know, that he goes to on a Saturday morning. I don't think he's asking you to sit on the couch beside him for every single basketball game and football game. I don't think he's asking that. But I also think taking an interest, for me personally, is knowing, okay, this is what Marlon likes to do. Not particularly my cup of tea. So I'm going to allow him to enjoy it. Right? He loves sports. He will sit on the sofa and watch sports all day. Now, depending, I know um, football season is getting ready to come up again. So I'm taking advantage of every opportunity I, I can get. The honey to-do list, everything. Because I know when football season starts, I don't want to have to disturb him. And that's, for me, is taking an interest in his hobby. I don't know. Is that okay, man? Are you okay with that? That we don't have to sit there on the couch with you, but we allow you to enjoy watching your sports? On take him a take him a um a can of beer. Oh yeah, that with. that happens. <laughs> that and more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that and more, O'Neill. Yeah, I'm a distraction. I'm totally, a major distraction. Totally, totally distraction. <laughs> sure. What was that out on? Sure. Out on. We're going to have to get you into a new neighborhood or something. I don't know why. For um, real. You need an antenna out to order. We can't yeah, hear anything you, you're saying this evening. Yeah. And you have some great points to share with us. But yeah. So uh, go ahead, O'Neill. Uh, I think one of the biggest turnoff is dating somebody and two years later, um, you know, you, you'd have shared certain things about yourself and two years later in a conversation, like, what is it you like again? Or what is it you do again? <laughs> Those questions, I believe it's annoying. It, it shows lack of interest, lack of, and it, the person spends time with you, you do stuff together, but they, for some reason, they don't remember the, key small things which which is which is something a man don't get away with but i know women that have and that is maybe some of that uh, i mean maybe it's not really 100 percent where they're supposed to be focused on you but that's a big pet peeve yeah, Javet, I feel the same way too. What's with the two years and you, O'Neill? It sounds as though you need to just share with us because you keep no. referencing two years, two years, two years. What happened? Talk to us. Share no, with us that. what happened while you keep going no, back to You no, had an experience. You had an experience. You had an experience. It's a good reference, though, good reference, though, okay. two years in. <laughs> you definitely yeah, we, had something not, happen. We, 
we might have to sidebar that conversation to talk to, to Brother yeah, Neil. See what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's up with the two years. Okay, ladies. O'Neill is on a two-year thing. Whatever you're going to do, let him know within two months. Not two years. Because then he's going to look at you with one eyebrow raised and, you know, pull. You know when men pull the head back and tilt their head to the side and they squint their eyes and one eyebrow goes up. Okay, what's that about? Yeah, we don't want to have O'Neill having any surprises, right? Um, take an interest in his hobbies. We said that, right? So make sure you do that. Accept him for who he is. The need to be able to be 100% himself and satisfied by decreasing judgment and criticism i know this is something marlon says all the time no man wants to be judged right um they want to feel accepted and we all want to feel that way we all want to feel accepted by parents and friends but especially our partners because the truth is our partners know things about us that our friends and our parents don't know that's the truth and since many of us deal with insecurities that stem right from childhood, finding a partner who can truly accept us as we are is rare. But if you can learn to overlook the small stuff, be there for him regardless of what he's going through and hold back on the judgment, yeah, he'll feel like he is in the best relationship in the world and it will allow him to just breathe and be who he wants to be without any fear of criticism. What do you say, man? I, I definitely got to address that. <laughs> so I got that judgment word. I, it, it's, it's problematic for me psychologically. Uh, and I'm going to try to explain what I mean. Um, It's like, I, I need, I don't want to, I, I, I guess my pet peeve is that's just who I am and you're just going to accept who I am. Because what that tells me, you know, I just said nobody wants to swim in a stagnant pond. Right. That's really what that means. It means that you're, you, every, every one of us in this space right now can say, are you the same person you were a year ago? And all of us will say, no, no. I'm not. So if you trap somebody and say, well, that's just how I am, that's you digging in, asking them to accept your, 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 your qualities and your flaws, accept your flaws. We don't, we're not supposed to accept flaws. We're supposed to help transform those flaws in a loving way. Like I want your support. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm being vulnerable and showing you my flaws because I trust you enough to know that you're going to help me through that process. But when somebody says that's just how I am, that's just that that's a, that's a red flag. Yeah. That's a real red flag. And so like Neil said, two years down the road, <laughs> you're gonna be <laughs> mad at yourself. You're gonna be mad at yourself because you missed all the red flags. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And accepted you accepted somebody for who they were, right? Because they didn't they weren't consistent in the stuff that you would desire like they two years later they were saying now what is it you said you know no that means that there was no consistency and if there was no consistency it's not that woman's fault because mm -hmm. we accepted them as they are until we couldn't anymore mm -hmm. 
until you could anymore. But let me ask you a question. Isn't accepting someone also accepting the changes that are going to come as we grow? Because we're going to evolve. Yeah, I agree. But that's why I said you you have people who say that's just how I am. They're not they're not trying their their interest is not evolving. Their interest is in you accepting them the way they are. Okay. Like they they're not even thinking like they don't see anything wrong with yeah. They don't see anything wrong with their their demeanor, their behavior, their attitude or whatever. Like if like if a man says, "Hey, when I come home from work, I just like a little appreciation." Right. Well, that's just not how I am. I wasn't raised that way. I don't I don't I don't do that. And then you stay with that person. Then what just happened? You accepted a dysfunction, something yeah. that you don't even like. But do you think, Chief, that women accept the dysfunction with the hope that the man will change? Or do they accept the dysfunction because there is a fringe benefit? For example, he puts a roof over my head. He takes me shopping. He's, he allows me to be able to go on these um, trips, so on and so forth. The material provisions. <laughs> yeah, that's not, a, that's, that's not a relationship. That's a contract. That's a contract. Okay. All right. Thank you. Chief. Go ahead. What's that? Auto order? Yeah. yeah. Um, Go ahead. I apologize. I don't know what was. I had to reset my phone. But um, with, with that question that you just posed, I think women accept those things in the, um, not the hopes, but with the mindset that he has certain qualities that I like. And the other ones, I'm going to change him and mold him into what I want. Not thinking that the hurt the man has his own ideals and his own thought process of how he wants to be and how his growth is going to progress. And that, and that is never taken into consideration. It's not factored into their equation. Some of those women are just self-centered into the way that this is going to be my way mm-hmm. and you're going to conform which creates that toxicity that i was speaking about earlier right hmm. okay thank you uh, go ahead o'neill go right ahead yes yeah, so i, I, I want to address two things i think um the in the beginning um i think a lot of people and this has nothing to do with i believe um not feeling safe enough originally but i think a lot, a lot of people enter relationships with secrets and I, when i say secrets i mean they don't in a lot of cases i think we said it the last week about women they, they, they don't literally say what they want right it doesn't mean that someone has to tell you blatantly everything but there are some important things when you're getting to know someone that it's important for them to share, you know, what their dreams are, what their goals are, where they really want to be, um, and not to tell you what they think you want to hear, right? And I think on both sides, male, female, a man may tell a woman what she wants to hear. A woman also tells a man whatever she thinks he wants to hear because she want to be in that relationship. And I guess that two-year down the road thing is... <laughs> No, truth be told, yeah. the person just, they, they are comfortable now. They think they have you. So they now decide to offload 
and you're you're wondering who this person is, right? As it relates to somebody staying in a relationship because of um, the fringe benefits or what they think they lose, the fear of loss. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm staying because you know I'm I'm gonna lose prestige. I'm gonna lose a, I'm gonna lose social status. All of those stuff shouldn't matter if you if you if you from day one was approaching your this this new journey um, and investing yourself genuinely, right? You wouldn't end up you you wouldn't necessarily end up in that situation years later, right? Months later. Two years later, one year later, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think there is a for personally for me, I I I'm, call me naive, but I'm going to listen to your words, and words mean a lot to me. Okay. So if you say okay. to me, "This is who I am," I'm going to believe you first, right? Yeah. Because I'm I'm expecting that if I'm gonna build a relationship with you, I'm supposed to be able to trust your word. That's the most important thing to me in a relationship. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can trust you, you know, and trust who you say you are, right? So even if it's showing slightly different, I'm gonna get the benefit of the doubt because I'm now working with you. And those scars, those et cetera, because two years later, one year later, <laughs> when it reveals itself, I mean, I'm still willing to work with you, but I'm just saying grace also also comes with the fact that you you're accountable for what how you how you present yourself to the relationship in the first place. Right. So it's going to take a little bit of work on both sides. It's going to take a little bit bit of understanding on my path, but a lot on your path also in terms of, you know, you know, understanding how do we move beyond this because for me the the great deception is a big deal trust is so important and it's funny that you say that o'neill because the next um one is stick to your word men want women to stick to their word the need to know he can count on you satisfy it by being dependable and trustworthy and i'm gonna say something on this one but of course, it's not about me talking. It's not about the woman. It's really about the men. Um, the supporting text for this is trust in a relationship is a must for men and women. At the heart of it, men just want someone they can confide in. Someone they know will have their back and won't let them down. When you say you'll, pick, you'll pay the bills or pick up the dry cleaning, he wants to be able to put it out of his mind, secure in the knowledge that you'll do it. Let's face it, there's nothing worse than losing faith in your partner. But if you can show him a high level of trust, it will strengthen your relationship immensely. Now, ladies, I'm going to let the men go. But ladies, I want to say this. It's not about him burdening you, in my opinion, right? And we're not saying you're not going to forget to do things here or there. It's going to happen and it can happen because sometimes our days are not as structured or don't turn out to be as structured as we want them to be. Things happen. Life happens. So, yeah, you may forget to pay a bill. You may forget to pick up something from the dry cleaners. You may forget to do something. But if it's a habit where you're constantly forgetting to do everything, but you end up at the mall all the time, 
or you know doing all of that before paying the bills that's a problem but it's not about us latest talking so let me shut up go right ahead man um i'll say this so i, said, I just want to just a comment in the chat right they said actions speak a lot of other words and that's true but for me um your word is your first action so the this the second and the third action if it's not aligning with the words it's like somebody say i love you um i might disbelieve that you love me because you didn't necessarily um i was i just early in the conversation open up certain elements of showing love it could be very well that you love me but you have different ways of showing it and over time you get comfortable showing how you love that's a different scenario but I'm saying sometimes someone in the beginning of every relationship, in most instances, you're going to hear more than you're going to see. One week, two weeks, two months, three months in, she's not going to show you all the actions, right, up front. You know, mm-hmm. but she's going to tell you, she's going to reassure you with her, with her words. This is who I am. This is what I want. This is how I want us to be you know, da, da 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 So she's sharing words with you. And those words need to matter because at some point down the road, if those words don't matter or, or, or weren't genuine words, it's going to reveal itself. And that's when um, it, it creates that, 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 you know, difficult situation in the relationship when those words don't match up to the action, right? What then? Mm-hmm. So yeah, huh? definitely, definitely agree with Javed, Tasha, and Sula. Act don't actions speak louder than words? Yes, they do. Go right ahead. Go the next person. Thank you, Neil. I know someone else was about to speak. Go right ahead. I thought someone opened their mic, or was I hearing doubles? I probably was hearing. Okay, all right. So yeah, actions do speak louder than words. Um. It is best to, you know the saying, under promise and over deliver? And I think that can be taken into relationships. It's best not to say anything and just do. Because the one thing you don't want to do is put your foot in your mouth, right? Um, And I think it goes both ways in a relationship. Men, if you say something, and as you said, um, O'Neill, your word is is what I have. It's what I'm holding on to. My word is my bond. So I'm trusting what you're saying. And in trusting what you're saying, I need to see the action displayed as well. Right? Um, so, yeah. Respect him. The need to feel your approval and trust. Satisfy it by letting him be in charge for some things. Oh, many men think that they should protect and provide for the people they love. If he feels like you disapprove of him somehow or have no faith in his capabilities, he will have a hard time learning to trust and love you. The lack of respect towards him and what he wants in life will also make him question if you really want what is best for him. To help overcome this problem, you have to understand what makes him tick. This all comes down to the hero instinct. 
You can trigger his hero instinct in small ways, but it will have a powerful effect on your relationship. For example, maybe he prides himself on being a good driver and knowing how to get around. In that case, you can let him take responsibility over your next road trip. Or he makes an effort to really understand your career and gives you advice whenever you need it. Make sure he knows how much you appreciate him doing this. Little things that affirm your belief in his talents and skills can boost his confidence in himself and what he's bringing to your relationship. I had to laugh on the um, road trip part. Marlon knows why. But anyway, then respect. But do you know that it is written, men loves, love your wives, wives respect your husbands. Let's put it in today's um, terms. Men love your wives, women respect your man. You respect him, he loves you. There's nothing that says we got to love y'all, just respect y'all. <laughs> that's, the, that's because to a man respect is love yeah yeah and you're absolutely right they, they're not separate so don't, don't listen to me and my foolishness right they're really not separate they really aren't they go hand in hand if I love him I am going to respect him I'm not going to do the things to hurt him to harm him to cause him harm because i respect him so much and in respecting him i'm displaying my love am i right gentlemen or am i wrong let me know no you're you're right i mean that's even the measuring tool for for men at least it should be how you measure um your your effectiveness at loving will be dictated by the amount of respect you receive, right? Because a woman who feels very loved freely gives respect. And it, and it comes in so many different forms, right? It comes in, a, in, a, in, a, in unexpected forms because then like that, that she can truly be in her nature, right? I can be free, I can be vulnerable, I can be trusting. I can be all these things because I'm setting the precedence as a man by showing you that I I love you like and that love shows up even in respect in the form of respect mm-hmm. right like you were saying earlier about I'm a, I'm gonna call you when I'm on my way home right why do I call you that's a sign of respect because you know and I we both know that I'm your destiny we're destined together because we're destined together. If anything tampers with our destiny, it's tampering with me. Mm. You know, and that so that that respect thing is it, it it shows up in various forms. But when we love when we love correctly, and we love adequately, respect is easy. So, Chief, I have to throw this one at you. Javette has in the comments. So, what about a man that cheats but claims he loves? 
What about a man who cheats but claims he loves the but woman? But he claims he, he loves the woman. Right. So Marlon claims he loves me, does everything for me, takes real good care of me, but he cheats on me. So we we go back to something creates a void, right? Something always creates a void. We look at what created that void. It's, I'll give you a good example. Like earlier you were saying, show interest in a man's hobbies. Right. Right. And so let's say that man is really into football, but he, he meets another woman that he hangs out with at the bar who loves football as much as she does. He does. Right. Okay. They get drunk at the bar. One thing leads to the next because they got all this stuff in common. And like you were saying, just show interest, right? So in other words, and that's that's kind of on a petty level, to, in my opinion. Right. But it happens. It, that kind of thing happens because there's a void there and we're not paying attention to each other's likes and dislikes. Or there's something deeply missing like respect, right? Because a man who doesn't feel respected can still love his spouse or partner. But if love to a man is respect, that man doesn't feel loved. So if he steps out, he's not stepping out because he doesn't love his spouse. It's because he doesn't feel loved. Mm. Interesting. He steps out because there is a void. And that void is possibly there either because we are not paying attention. We're not listening or we are refusing to compromise. We're refusing to right understand the money. Okay. All right. I just want to say I appreciate you men answering my questions authentically. Yes. I appreciate you trusting us to do it. <laughs> I, I'm, in, I'm loving listening to them. Believe you me. I it's a peace. It's a peace. So sometimes, um, and I think that there's an analogy of a man who lives with his woman, um, you know, he, he's doing everything at home, etc. Um, and it's simply, she doesn't give him peace. It's, it's, it's maybe that nagging or what, what, whatever you call nagging or the judgment or whatever that word is, you know. And then he meets someone who he can just go and just chill with you know, the riverside. It's sometimes not even about the sex, sometimes about his mental space and his ability to just find peace. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, boy. Totally agree. Totally agree. Or mm -hmm. that support. Yeah. If, if, if that man is feeling that nagging from that, from his spouse, so, um, emasculation or anything like that, not supporting his career goals or anything of that nature and he finds it with someone else you know, this could be just a little subtle words from that other person and one one thing leads to another he could still love his spouse but it's just that one thing that he's missing interesting yeah and some sometimes we'll use that word nag but how that translates the the translation of nag is judgment Right. It's that it's that feeling of judgment and judgment does what it creates separation. It's, it's, it means me versus you. That's you over there. This is me. Right. That's them. 
right? Um, so I'm, it's the state of judgment that does not create cohesiveness. Like the moment judgment is activated, is a, it, separation is created at the exact same time, right? Because it's no longer us, it's you. Mm. You're the one, right? And so if it's me, then I got to reevaluate myself and I got to, I got to look at my own self-worth now. Right. And if a person already has difficulties dealing with self-worth, all it takes is for somebody to see worthiness. Wow. Like a wound, like a wounded animal. Yeah. You take, you take in a wounded animal. It will, it will serve you for life. That's, that's true. Um, Here's something else that Javette is asking. So how does a man ask for peace in a way that it is received? And please give an example, man. How does a man ask for peace in a way that it is received? And please give an example. That's a very big question. <laughs> I think it's a more of a um, situational or specific based on the person that you're dealing with kind of question. Okay. Some people can be um, straightforward to the point where you ask where you tell the person what kind of piece that you're looking for or sometimes that person won't receive it well to where you have to be kind of indirect and then lead into that the direct Okay. All right. Go ahead, O'Neill. I think. Oh, go ahead, O'Neill. Okay. Go ahead, O'Neill. I was backing up what Altada said because it it really comes down to, um, you know, the word compatibility and you understanding your partner. Um, what makes him? What calms him? What what? How? What kind of grace he gets? Within your presence, um, and 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 sometimes, depending on how the ability you have to express yourself, um, can you really handle the blunt truth of how the man feels, and how do you react to that? Because how you react to it <laughs> may send it, may send the relationship into less peace. You know, chief, go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel like if you have to ask for peace, a, mis a bigger mistake has already been made, oh, right? Because interesting. Yeah, yeah, because somebody talked earlier about authenticity yeah. and showing up authentically, right? If I'm telling you now, if I was on a dating scene, <laughs> one of the first things that's going to come out of my mouth because I'm at that point I'm viewing this person as my friend, right? My friend. So we have a conversation and I'm saying she may even ask me like 90% of people do. What was your last relationship like? You know, cause you having those friend type conversations. Well, it was very judgmental, which I do not like. I don't even value it. Right. We, when we show up that in that way, authentically, you automatically give a person your resume. Like you said earlier moments, you I'm giving you, this is a moment for me to show up with my resume and say, this is who I am currently at this moment in my life. I, and I'm not willing to compromise. Those are things that I dislike. 
right? I don't like nobody chewing in my ear. I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, right. you start telling people up front and you show up authentically with the things you don't like. Because in the beginning, we talk about everything we do like because we're trying to mirror that other person and view ourselves as attractive to that other person. Mm-hmm. But we should be saying, let me, let me, let me be your friend. Let us be good friends because good friends tell each other the truth. Yeah. Right. And so we initiate in that way. That's why I said, if I got to ask you to give me peace, then we didn't already establish my, the needs that are, for this relationship to work. Thanks. Right. So, we got to set those. So yeah, go ahead. Here's something interesting from the chat. Um, Bro Ed said, a man can never ask for something he does not possess. Um, mm, facts. Facts. said, peace comes with grace. Um, and Broad also said, we must possess our own peace. Nobody can give it to us. What are your thoughts on that? I wanted to just say to what you said, and I think it goes back to when you present your resume, day one. And, and that's what I, when I talk about word, that's what I'm talking about. That first word, those words, those those understanding, telling the truth from day one, be authentic, being your authentic self. And as it relates to peace, he's correct. Because you you have to love yourself first. Mm-hmm. You have to understand yourself first. You have to know who you are first. And if you don't know who you are, you can't go finding yourself in someone else. Um, and um, I think that peace, though, that you possess... That it's when that piece is when you throw when you throw a pebble on the river, mm-hmm. it, it ripples. It's when that piece is is disrupted that you already possess, and then it becomes unbearable to live through the disruption of that piece. I think that's when it becomes an issue. Yeah, I agree. I, I second all of that. You know, we that piece, that internal piece. You you have to be what you seek. I think if we use that mantra with everything, be what you seek, even before you complain or before you judge somebody. Am I being the person that I'm complaining about? Right. Like, let me be peaceful before I ask for peace. Right. Right? And unfortunately, unfortunately, a man who lacks peace will find himself being a test subject or something that a woman needs to fix. And it's a lot of people out there who are good fixers right but don't can't fix themselves you know but they so men become projects <laughs> that somebody can <laughs> that somebody can work on you know what I'm saying? because funny. he didn't he didn't find he didn't find that piece within first it's funny you said that um chief because i had this conversation with someone the other day i said to them you need to stop picking up projects stop mm. trying to fix people you can't fix anyone because you're only setting yourself up for disappointment i said it to someone just the other day i said stop stop people we all have issues we all have something that needs to be addressed but it is not your responsibility to fix them you love them and you hope that they will you know try to fix themselves but you can't fix anybody You'll go crazy trying to fix people. I just said this to a man the other day. Stop. <laughs> I, um, I, I wanted to add something. I, I, you know, and I, when I look back in the chat, I realize 
the authentic self and the word and why it means so much. But, you know, yeah, I know a lot of women don't think words mean anything because we have met a lot of people who said words but never followed through with actions. But one of the things you also have to realize in order to move forward, you can move forward with a huge baggage on your back or you can free yourself so you can move forward. So every new situation, every new book you read is a new book, right? Um, it may be a similar story. If you choose to read horror books all the time, then you may be putting yourself into a horror situation. But if you decide that you're going to read a different kind of book that's not a horror book, you have also have to be open to understand that you need to approach that book with an open mind and a new spirit, right? Because if you're carrying the same um, conflicts from your past, your experience teaches wisdom, but if you're carrying all the same conflicts from your past, it means you have not learned from the mistake you made with the situation before, but you're actually bringing it into, bringing it into a new situation and it could destroy something good, right? So words have to mean something. Yeah. Because yeah. Every, every upstanding man, his word should be his bond. Yeah. Just saying. I agree. I'm learning too. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning from the pros, you know. Listen to it. Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> the pros. <laughs> Marlon, Marlon, Marlon is a veteran. He's an OG. <laughs> right? I'm and we're learning from Marlon. Yeah, that's why that, he's the wise one who can sit back and just listen, right? Because he's experienced yeah. it all. I, I'm paying attention too. I'm learning. <laughs> we were picking up tips from Marlon. <laughs> you know what my father told him? You know what my father told him? My father told him, say, listen, you want to be happy? You want to have a long marriage? Just do this. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. Yes, yes. Yes, you'll but, be all right. You know, <laughs> but I, I just want to say this, though. Uh, relationship, it's so simple. If we all just accept each other for who we are and just be honest. Yeah. And if somebody is not honest, you know, from day one with you, or, you know, you guys can't be honest with each other, you don't, you don't need to be there because you need to be somewhere where you can be yourself and be free, somebody you could talk to, you could be stupid with, you know, you cry with, have fun with. I mean, we make relationship hard. Yes, I understand. I, I've listened to a lot of stuff, and I understand that drop, um, trauma and pain and all that stuff, you know, people have been through. But we have the power to change that trauma. We have the power to change a lot of things within ourselves so we can have a healthy and good relationship. But a lot of us choose not to and hold on to the bull crap and hold on to the pain. And we can let that go if we want to. But you have to surround yourself with people who can help you to release that, you know. And some people, you know, are not going to judge you and, and, you know, your friends, family, who you're with. 
you need good people around you where if you've been through certain things that you could talk to them about it because we all need someone we can talk to. We can unleash. We can say what we want because no one is perfect. Not one of us is perfect. Mm-hmm. And we all been through some craziness, some drama, something. And we just need that one person to just listen to us so we can feel free. Because once you find that one person you can feel free, trust me, nothing can stop you. You know, so that's all I have to say. Thank you so much, Marlon. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, bro. Thank you, gentlemen. I truly appreciate your all stepping up. And and I have to agree with um, Javette and use her words, showing up in your authentic selves, as your authentic selves, rather. You know, being real with us, telling us exactly what it is, the things that you're looking for, the things that work best for you. You know, and it's where that y'all don't know each other on a personal level. Y'all don't hang out with each other, but you all have the same message. You all speak the same language, which tells us, hey, we need to step back here for a second. Let go of some of some of our um, pretentiousness, let go of our unrealistic expectations and understand that men are human beings and they are not our projects either just as we're not theirs they're not ours our roles are to love each other respect each other cherish each other appreciate each other and in doing those things you will bring out the best in each other you can't change anyone but the right person will make someone change. And you better believe that. I agree to that. <laughs> agree, agree, agree. So, yeah, but good, 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 good. <laughs> yep. The, the veterans, the veterans have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's veterans. Don't know if it is veterans. It's all like, it's experience, not Ex- veterans. Experience. It's life, life experience. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to say thank you to everyone for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. And this would not be possible without each one of you. Of course, a huge thank you to the co-hosts, Sunette, who had to leave early, Rosolo and Marlon for joining me tonight. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in the Apple Store for iOS and Android in the Google Play Store. Coming up tomorrow at 9 a.m., we start the day off with Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Then at 5 p.m. Eastern, it's Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist in the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. The Rosolo Show goes live at 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester. 
Stick around because right after the Rosolo show, keep it locked as DJ Rookie takes over the airwaves on JanoRadio.com with Vibes Tuesday. Thank you to all our listeners who tuned in from around the world. Listening in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Just want to wish everyone a good night. We're going to have the after show, so if you don't mind sticking around, I'll be happy for that clubhouse, that is. <laughs> this was a Moments With Me media production. Have a good night, everyone. Please be safe and get some rest. See you all, not next week. It is 4th of July, but the following week. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Jano Radio. Jano Radio. We are we are we are online 24/7. We 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 hope you enjoyed the show. Bye bye.